Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good, good. You know, we're wrapping up the fall semester before we know it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like there's just a lot going on. It's that busy time, registration, so our days are flying by, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. But, you know, it always brings us back to, like, that one thing. So I'm going to go ahead and pass it to you. What are we talking about today, Yutunde? Well, you know, I was having a great discussion with a council colleague, and we were talking about how we uh, work with students who are undecided. So if you are not sure what your major is going to be, if you are question if you chose the right major, this episode is for you. And one of the things that my colleague was sharing with me is that she finds that it's really helpful to start out um, when when a student is undecided. It's helpful to start out by talking about, well, what's the difference between your major and your career, right? And she describes it as your major is what you study is what it's it's what you know well right your area of your subject of expertise <laughs> mm-hmm. but your career is what you do a lot of students think well my major means that's what i have to do and it doesn't it it, it it's more so that your major is what leads you to find what you want your career to be, but it doesn't, they don't necessarily have to go hand in hand. And I just thought that's such a great and useful way for students to think about it. So if you find yourself sort of stuck and afraid to make a decision, right? Like analysis paralysis, think about the fact that your major is what you wanna study. And is there something that you are super interested in that you just wanna learn a lot about? You don't necessarily want a career in it, but you wanna learn a whole lot about that subject. And that ideally should be your major. Now, what do you tell undecided students? You know, that's a really good point. And sometimes I try to get them to align. But now that you're thinking, now that you say that, I I totally see what you're coming from and where a colleague is coming from. But usually for undecided students, I always like to start off with, what are some things that you do for fun? Right. And when they start telling me like, oh, you know what, I I really enjoy, um, building things. I enjoy working on the computer. I enjoy, you know, bringing things to to life electronically or through coding or through building. And, you know, and right away in my head, I'm starting to think, oh, engineering, right? And so start to see, explore with them some of the intro classes to different majors, whether it be into the STEM field, whether it be into the teaching field, whatever it may be, something that they're interested in, I like to always start there. Um, Because sometimes I I always tell my students, like, it's easier to go to school sometimes if we know, um, if we're interested in what we're studying, right? And so it sounds very similar to what you were just talking about. Like, we're going to study this, we're going to be interested and we're going to learn about this. But again, you, you know, we don't have to spend our whole lives doing what we majored in. And typically... I don't know how I would love, you know, maybe we should look up that statistic, but how many students actually work within their major? Because the reality is, I'm sure it's not that many. So (laughs) that is such a great point. Such a great point. Now, remind our listeners, what was your major in school? Uh, It's so funny. I was just thinking about my major and your major. Uh, I was a history major. No, I was not a psychology major. Mm-hmm. I was not a sociology or social work major. I was a history major planning to teach history. And I thought, wow, this is going to be great. 
And I always tell my students, if you listen to past episodes, but I just remind you all that I got into that classroom my senior year and I said, oh, this is definitely what I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's that's really such a great point. And if you have not had a chance to listen to our debut episode where we talk about our personal stories, please check both of those episodes out. Uh, because one of the things that we've discovered in our own life that's been our true story is that our major, which is what we studied and have areas of expertise in, led us to w- know what we didn't want to do. And for both of us, it really kind of led us in sort of an almost complete opposite paths in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and that actually was such a healthy thing because now we both are doing things that we really find a lot of interest in and satisfaction in doing. So, you know, I, again, you know, if you are finding yourself stuck and afraid to make a decision with about your major, remember that most people have multiple careers anyway. And you can always learn something new. You're going to be a lifelong learner anyway. I guess that's kind of my one thing is that we're all lifelong learners. and Most people never do just one thing, right? And so you almost can't go wrong in selecting a major. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing. What you just said is you can't really go wrong, I feel like. And I hear this a lot because some students are really afraid to choose the wrong major. And again, a lot of the majors are going to have transferable skills. You're going to communicate with others. You're going to work on a team. You're going to learn how to do something. And many times jobs and internships are going to train you and give you that experience. So let's say you're in a major that you're just like, hey, I love learning this. Like, for example, me, I'll just put it out there for history. And you realize you don't want to be a history teacher. But history taught me a lot how to write, how to base things up, how to make sure that when I'm writing to back up my um, my sources, making sure that I'm finding credible sources, discussing discussing reasons why I believe or an argument holds water. And those pieces all I feel are very transferable. And of course, I applied for my master's in counseling, which again, I didn't even know I could do. I was like, oh my gosh, I should probably have a psych degree. I should probably have a social work degree or something. But then when you look up the master's degrees, that's another way you can continuously learn by getting your master's degree in something completely different. Sometimes there are going to be some prerequisites that you have to check. So check in with the counselor, but not all the time necessarily. So you might just need that bachelor's degree. So there's different ways to get some more experience in in different majors through education, but also I believe through internships. And I tell my students all the time, like network, network, network. When you're a junior and you're a senior and you're a sophomore, I mean, hey, if you're starting out first year, go ahead and you can, absolutely. But by junior year, senior year, you definitely want some some teaching experience, I mean, some internship experience with you. You know what that just made me think of? So, you know, one of the ways that I think is really great when I used to teach career and education planning is let's say, you know, you're still undecided with your major. Uh, You don't really think your hobby is something you can major in. I think also what's really important when you're you're trying to find the right major is to think about work-life balance that's important to you. So identifying your values, right? So if your value is, you know, learning about uh, culture, so if you value learning about cultures or if you value family, you value your time, then you want to look into 
um, you might want to look in career fields or in majors that would go in that would support those values. Or um, you could also look at, well, what is my current skill set? What am I already good at? You know, maybe you're already a great speaker. Maybe you're already a great writer. Maybe you're already a great artist. But you don't want to necessarily create art, but you want to learn about art. And you love history. Ah, maybe you could be an art history major. So there's so many ways that you can kind of combine skills, values, curiosity, interests. And, um, and it might just be talking to people, talking to your counselor and getting ideas as to what's out there. Cause I know for me, when I was, you know, at that point when I was deciding what I wanted to do in high school and I was thinking healthcare careers, well, all I knew about healthcare was doctor and nurse. That's all I knew. I didn't know that there were, you know, uh, physician's assistants out there, nurse practitioners, or, um, you know, all the huge allied health careers that are out there. So again, just expanding your knowledge and then really focusing on what your values are, I think is really important. Yeah. And I'm going to go into my one thing. I, I just loved everything you're saying right now. And I think as a first gen college graduate and, you know, when I was a student as a first gen student, I didn't realize all of the careers, right? I didn't realize how many jobs are out there. I didn't realize when I, when I passed that, Kaiser hospital, all those parking, those staff, <laughs> that staff lot, how many jobs and people work at that one institution? They're not just all doctors, right? So what you said really hit me. Like, wow, like all the things that you don't know, right? And you don't even know how to ask these things or like, how do I get into these things? So sometimes we just focus so much on that major and we get stressed out about it that we don't realize that what we're learning in college is more than just that material. But it's skills that will set you up to be successful, especially if you take advantage of them. And that's, what, that's again, going with my one thing, take advantage of those opportunities. Realize that there's more than one thing out there. And sometimes you're going to have some, some thoughts of like, oh my gosh, should I be really doing this? But if you enjoy it, you're doing well, you're studying. Hey, couple that with some internship experience and work experience. Talk to the career center, use your resources. And before you know it, you'll be looking back and being like, gosh, how did I stumble here? And you'll be thinking back about everything you did and all those little steps that you did to be where you're at in the future. So that'll be my one thing. Yutende, how about you? That's great. That's a great one One thing. Um, I would agree with that. And I would also say um, identifying your values is a huge game changer. And I'm going to stick with that as one thing I want you to encourage. So if you feel like you're stuck, write on a piece of paper what values are. Maybe look up the definition because a lot of people don't, you know, don't even know what, what that means, values. They think, oh, it's what's important to me. But it's what you live. It's almost like your code of life, your code of conduct, right? And so um, I would say identify that, um, learn how to flush that out, and that will usually lead you in the right direction. So funny because I'm just thinking about my values. What would be what what would be my values? It's in day for you. Let our listeners know. You want me to, what you want you me to guess? What do you think it is? Your time. Yeah, absolutely. And time with my babies. Yeah. They're not babies anymore, but, you know, summer comes around. I'm like, out. <laughs> and, and, and I'm laughing here with you, Tinder, because she knows. She's like, where are you, where are you at? <laughs> but, yeah, my time, I really value it, and I, I, I just think it's super important. 
And then I like who I spend my time with. I'm big on like my relationships. I, I love working with my students, and I feel like I give them everything I got when I'm there. Mm-hmm. But when I'm also just when I'm out, it allows me to recharge. Mm-hmm. And I always tell my students like it allows me this opportunity to recharge, be with my family, mm-hmm. but to come back and give them 120 mm-hmm. percent. And so, so I love just you just kind of made really made me think about that today. Mm-hmm. I always appreciate your reflective approach. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is that there's balance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So that's great life advice, everyone listening. <laughs> Strive towards that balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whatever works for you, whatever right? Works, whatever works in whatever yeah. way that looks for you. Absolutely. So you attended great conversation mm-hmm. today. Thank you for bringing in that question. And listeners, please rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us. If there's something that you want to know about, talk about, please let us know via our Instagram. Yutende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at cc underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at ccandsensibility at gmail.com. That's c-c-a-n-d-s-e-n-s-i-b-i-l-i-t-y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.